0: I was the Johnny Appleseed of of change, of being the change. And I would sprinkle seeds of change out to people where it was fertile. And I would encourage them. Entry music. it's It's the Bob and Josh show.
1: At the core of Agile is change. Whether it's happening to you or you're creating it, it's always there. So how do you become that change agent that continually drives your team, your department, your company to success through change? That's what this episode is all about. It's easy to say you're a change agent, but sticking your neck out there, being the one saying, Hey, let's turn left. And everybody is saying, let's turn right. Somebody has to be that person. It takes a little courage. We're going to talk you through it. And our goal is out of this episode, you walk out this afternoon, tomorrow, Whatever it is, whatever change is needed, you're ready to go make it happen. On to the episode.
0: Today's episode is about change, but it's an extension from the Michelle Park the last episode, and this is about being the change. So this is being representing the change, mm-hmm. modeling the change, being the change, uh, and and just what does that look like? So Josh, what does that mean to you that notion of being the change, and what? Uh, Bring it back to maybe the Dude Solutions or something like
1: that. So give it like a a real-world context if you could. Often it's a leap of faith uh, based on a wild belief, and that's how Dude Solutions was for me. So I was presented with an opportunity to build a process, a team, and a product from scratch, and I had all these ideas of how it could be done as I was in previous companies, looking at what was happening around me and saying, man, I wouldn't do it like that. Like, okay, that's good enough to say, it's not good enough to say, I'm not going to do it like that. Well, then how would you do it? And so that moment came and I, I had to have real belief in those thoughts and ideas to be willing to stick my neck out there uh, in front of the board and, you know, executives and all of that and say, Hey, we're doing it this way. And it wasn't normal. It wasn't standard. It wasn't something that folks could look around and say, oh, yeah, you're modeling it after that. No, we were doing something completely yeah. different. But I was, I had this intrepid belief that it was the right thing, but it was scary. Like, But it was also that fear was encouraging. As I talked to our fledgling team in the first couple of months, it was like, hey, here's the good news and the bad news. And we'll start with the bad news. The bad news is there's no one to blame but us. So if we (laughs) screw this up, it's just us. All of those times that you blame people upstream or whatever that, you know, that there were existing processes or things that just made things hard, none of that exists. That's also the good news, that there's no one to blame but us. So we have full control to, if we find things going in a different direction that we would prefer, we're 100% in charge. And we can correct that and we can, can correct that quickly. So it was this balancing act of like, oh my God, if we screw this, like what have I done in my career? And then, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, we're gonna make something really amazing. But it wasn't easy and it was hard work. And it took a lot of faith from a lot of people to support that model.
0: I love the way you started that, Josh, that leap of faith. And then your use of intrepid just
1: I, Yeah, I, I know. I, what can I say? I,
0: it's you you are like, I don't I don't know who you are. Well my you, middle name is you, Thesaurus. I was gonna say Silverton, maybe <laughs> Silverton Thesaurus. I can't say that quickly. <laughs> so no no, but I as you were talking, I was like, you know, yes, it, it's the courageous side. So so be the change uh, requires courage, requires risk taking, uh, it requires leadership. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about you, like as you were talking, my mental image of you was you were out front. So I, I think being the change is not a lead from the back posture. It's a lead from the, fr- yeah. the front. Uh, that that other, the other phrase, and I don't like this phrase, but fake it till you make it. I, I, have, I have mixed reactions to that phrase sometimes. But in this case, it's that you don't know where you're going. So you're leading from the front and, and again, this goes back to what does being the change look like? You're leading from the front and you don't freaking know where you're exactly what the future holds, right? So there's a bit of boldness there.
1: Yeah, the thing real until cool. you make it is interesting because when you're going on an uncharted path, which is what real change often is, that's the reality. And right. I don't know any way around it. I, I
0: agree. I, I think, folks, I'm just, I'm throwing, that's what was going through my head as you were taught. But I, I i actually like the, sort of the leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see, you remember, I think it was Indiana Jones, the first one. <laughs> it Do you was remember? The,
1: the, it was the third one. Oh, it was it the third was, one with,
0: yeah. with, with Sean Connery. Yeah. Remember Sean Connery? And there's that bridge across. Yep. Whenever I think of leap of faith as an mm-hmm. image, and I actually think metaphors and imagery, at least for me, is really useful. Yeah. But you know where he's looking across and then he puts his foot out. Yep. And and boom. That that is the imagery. And how scary that is. Mm-hmm. You don't know it. there was there he didn't know it was gonna hold him up, right? Yep. And yep. I always think of that scene.
1: That's an interesting scene for me for that. What uh, Temple t- of Doom is still the best Indiana Jones movie and there's no debate. So okay, Bob, sorry. I'm not
0: planning on arguing with you in any way. <laughs> what so I had in preparation for this, what are some of the steps to being the change? And we talked about some. And then what stops us from being the change? And maybe there maybe we've touched on some of that stuff. So what does it look like a little bit more? Detailed steps. And what are the inhibitors? What what prevents us?
1: Well, the inhibitors is certainly easier to answer in that it's fear and fear in a handful of directions fear of just failing and is this thing actually going to work fear of perception of i'm i'm going to be the odd one out here and what are people going to think what are they going to say uh, am i just going to get like bullied I mean, that's yep. reality. It's not just grade school where stuff like that happens, but bullied in social media or just across the company. There's, like, that's a real thing of, you know, uh, just doing something different. And and also there's, I find a lot of that bullying comes from the comfort in the pack and the pack like starts to get nervous when someone breaks out and does something different yeah they like hey what are you doing why are you special why are you different you know what what makes you think you can do this but we can't and you know it's not that they can it's just that i'm choosing to and there's all that you know sociological that's probably not even the right word uh pressures that are there And, and you know you have the reality of a job and a paycheck and mortgages and you know uh, kids that are turning 16 and getting their license this afternoon and now your car insurance just shot up a whole bunch you have all those realities where folks will often dial it back and be unwilling right. to take that leap of faith because it does require faith because there's so much risk i mean think back to that movie like he he was going to die And not only was he going to die, but his dad was going to die because he had to get through that. And that was, that was the,
0: so there were some positive drivers and then fear and things were the negative drivers um, about that. Uh, Last time we were talking with Michelle about force field analysis. And and that's actually part of this. Being the change has forces that are driving you forward to the change or not Mm -hmm. to some degree. And then what are the inhibitors? And there might be few here and many there. I, I also think, and you know, psychological safety. I saw that fear and imposter syndrome. I I really like what Ken you said about be courageous instead of fake it till you make it. I I love. I personally trigger or or anchor on courageousness. I think it there's a courageousness aspect. Uh, but folks get sedentary. I've worked with a lot of folks. I I I don't. I think it's so. All of those things matter. Mm-hmm. But I've I've worked with a lot of folks that are just stuck. They don't. That, you know, it works It works fine this way. Uh, they're the same folks that probably... What is it? That frog joke where you just raised the temperature of the water.
1: Yeah, well, um, and we did a whole episode on getting pickled.
0: Yeah. And how that's, that happens. Yeah. That's the, Maybe that's a, the way to couch it is you become pickled in, in the culture. Uh, and so, so fear is a part of it. Safety is a part of it. But damn it, you're just pickled. Uh, a lot of people and, and uh, i think a remedy to that is just emptying out your stuff like cleaning out some of your assumptions what's that bruce lee quote you're not going to learn so the cup you've seen those martial arts films where some sensei who looks like, who's old and looks like me is pouring water into a cup and it's overflowing and and look and, and so clearly you're not going to learn anything until you do what until you empty your cup and get rid of some of that old baggage that you may have
1: Yeah, it's so I can at least tell you what drove me towards making those leaps of faith. And I don't, I struggle to settle with, like, good enough. That's always been difficult for me to accept. And I wasn't presented with enough positive leadership role models we've talked about the anti-mentors being the mentors that i had as i grew up right and it was just okay i had this list of things that when i was in this position i wasn't going to do and then i got in that position and i felt this responsibility to myself of uh oh steven's saying he can't hear me Okay. I, I can get, hear you. Okay. I can hear you, Josh. Okay. All right. Uh, then I'll start over again. I struggle to settle. And when presented with an opportunity where I don't have to settle, then <laughs> there's re- a responsibility for me to make that happen. Yeah, I don't know what's happening in chat. Steven, no, no, no. Steven no, Z, he's...
0: No, 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 he's he's just said you could have stopped at that word. You didn't have to continue on. It's not that no, he didn't hear you. I get
1: the joke. Very good, Steven. Very good. Very good. Maybe I should. I mean, well, the problem is that I've got this mentor next to me that never settles for a four-word answer. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> he he never settles with those are enough words. Um, so it, it it's what happened is I got to that moment. And it was like, okay, you did all this big talk. And now it wasn't like I was externally yeah. talking, but like in myself building this up of like, oh, hey, you said you were going to do this and you said this was going to be better. Now you have the opportunity, to like, don't back down, don't be a scaredy cat, uh, which was how I felt. So I felt this responsibility right. to act in that moment and to really try that change, even though it was scary. But that's what, that's what drove me was I had all these built up frustrations and I couldn't just recreate them and then look myself in the mirror six months 12 months later and say right. well I just did I just did the easy thing and that I, I couldn't live with myself that's just not how I'm wired I think there is a part of being the change is what's
0: in it for the change the change artist or for the the person who's being the change mm-hmm. uh, and it's and there's all these inhibitors I I think it's it's growth it's, it's doing something about it. So if that's what you're articulating to me, I mean, I do whine, you know, me, I'll, I'll grouse about things and I'll whine, (laughs) but, but I'm internally wired. Once I get over the whining, uh, I want to do something about it. Uh, I mean, my, and and I've gotten probably worse or better over time. I mean the Medicast is doing something about it. The books I've written are, a big part of the motivation for writing for me is to helping people and and doing something about it. Now I, I don't think that's for everyone. Mm-hmm. That may be an inhibitor, you know. You know what came into my mind is Pareto, the eighty twenty rule. And it's probably, you know, so probably out of every ten people, maybe one or two people are wired to to be those change artists those leaders those courageous leaders that lead through change either as a solopreneur entrepreneur either you know whatever they're doing through organizational change etc what do you think react to that i i don't think there's a lot i think
1: there's a minority of it yeah it like that's that's even difficult for me to accept uh because what i worry about is folks listening to this episode and being like well i'm not wired like that so I'll just write it out the way it is. And it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't. Uh, I would agree. Yeah.
0: And I it's don't think I, there,
1: yeah. It's not that you have to make a big change, but you can make a little change and make a difference. And sometimes the little changes are the ones that really matter in the end. It's not the big grandiose, like, let's reorg and restructure. How many reorgs have you been through that didn't actually make life better? Uh, but it's those little changes that everyone can drive, everyone can create that you stack a bunch of those up and you're in a really great spot. Uh, so so yes, I think there, there are naturally aggressive change agents that almost, you know, like myself, I catch myself telling myself to slow down because I want to change so much and I want to change it right now that I need yeah. to pace it for the people I'm working with because they likely don't want to run at my pace because sometimes my pace is crazy. So I've got to learn that. But then there are other people. Like, I mean, River agrees. See? She She agrees. Like, you Whatever you, know? you said got her really excited right now. now it's uh, two of her siblings are leaving. So she's angry at them. You, you know what, I, Josh? I, I I think I want to disagree with your characterization.
0: Yes, you're, but I think it's more persistent, right? Yes, you're aggressive, and yes, you've talked on the Metacast about taking on too much change. But if I look at you and say Josh is a change agent, right? And and what are the attributes that drives that? I think more it's more like dogged persistence, right? You're you're not you're going to drive a change, you're going to sort of and and you're going to meet all this resistance, but you're not yeah. going to succumb to the resistance. Yeah. Uh, the, the dude. And then the other thing is you were talking about little change. Yes, little changes. Uh, but I'm going to shine a light on your dude change. As you look back. So this is me channeling through you. <laughs> my, I look back on my career and there were some boring times or average times. And then there was something that I drove. And it was hard and it was a change. But it's it's the hallmark of my career.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's... It's where I developed the most, uh, where I learned the most, where I established relationships. So do, you know, little ones and big ones, but you, I mean, that's the, these are, so why do it? Because it matters. It's yeah. it's the things you're gonna look back on and you're gonna write them in your memoir. You're not gonna write the, the, the safe stuff. You're gonna write these, even if you failed. You know what, I failed. <laughs> I, yeah. I went down in flames, but damn it, I did, I did, I did it my way. I'm,
1: I'm channeling Frank Sinatra now.
0: <laughs> so, but, but react to that with dude.
1: What do you think? Any yeah, reactions? I, as a business, if you look at the dude, you could easily label what we did a failure. Uh, because in the end, they decided to acquire a company to replace the product that we were building. Uh, and so there was a lot of money spent uh, with me and my team, but from a from a, a spreadsheet a balance statement, you could easily label it a failure, but there is no way it was a failure for those hundred-ish people that were a part of that. It shaped us and who we were and who we became. And has enabled other folks across their career to go and do similar things, not copy, but use what made sense for them because that's how we worked. There are a ton of people that I stay in touch with that have pulled parts of that, that has helped them throughout their career. And that, that to me, that's the difference. Like there's, you know, there's millions to be made and millions to be lost in business check going to happen. But the effect on humans is the thing that I think you and I really center on that enables that to be what we value. Now the, I think, go ahead. Just, I, I often label myself as erosion of I'm going to win in the end. You might not notice it along the way, but we're going to slowly wear this mountain down and we're going to look back in some amount of time and have worn that mountain down to just a hill. And that has required a lot of little changes. So it wasn't always all of these big, like you take a sledgehammer, you knock the mountain down. No, it's a, it's a compilation of thousands of little changes that are made along the way to enable you to, Use those grains of sand. Like every change you make is a grain yeah. of sand that wears that mountain down. And there's no other way to make it happen. So that persistence really is the only way to create the ultimate change that you're after.
0: I, I buy what you said. I mean, there's big changes, but I, I love this metaphor of it's it's the small things that build up to that because that's the way it happens. That's my experience as yeah. well. I mean, you may look back and say I was I changed for a year, but if you look at the dynamics of going through it. It's, uh, Esther Derby talks about, uh, micro changes and micro steps in, in her latest book, like seven ways to affect change, uh, cultural change. And it's that same. We, we often think that it's a big bang thing and then that intimidates you. Oh my God, I don't have the muster for the big bang. Yes. It's a big bang, but, but you approach it with these micro changes and, and then just persevere through it.
1: Um, any other things on being the change that you can think of? It's, I mean, that's one of those things where I struggle. So maybe some of the folks in chat can talk about the things that have driven them towards change. But I, it's like my brain can't work, not in that manner. So I'm struggling to give listeners these nuggets of like, hey, I can go, I can go back to my job tomorrow. And I can drive change now because I'm thinking like this. And other than, you know, as Kenya said, being courageous, the that leap of faith, you're gonna to have to do it. Now you can play it safer and take a little baby leaps or little baby steps, right? You don't have to jump off a cliff, but you gotta you gotta start somewhere. And then it will snowball over time and get bigger and bigger.
0: Well, and again, I was alluding to it too. I think what's what is you know, what's the motivation, why? It it's going to grow you. It's going to grow you in in directions that you didn't expect. Uh, and so, if you're if you're growth oriented, so what's in it for you? You, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You. Uh, I, I mean, the leader I be, I've become, the leader you've become, the consultant you've become, the wonderful human being you you become. I'm going to ask for a loan later, John Yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm just I'm just setting the stage. Yeah, that's fair. I'm so I'm so subtle, but no, it's you, I think adversity, change, perseverance, these things. If you're into developing yourself, then then that's what's in it for you. Uh, I I can speak for this leaders. I'd love to hear you weigh in this. When I'm leading teams, I'm looking for change agents. I'm looking, and yeah. there's not that many, and usually they're not. They're not popping up all over the place. So when one pops up, I'm like, holy crap. How cool is that? Uh, yeah. I think when you and I met, we were fellow change agents before mm-hmm. we started the Metacast. Like I paid it, you know, I yep. it's like Josh Anderson. I have a little, you know, I have an issue with Cincinnati and, you know, other stuff with this guy, Bearcat, blah, blah, blah. But... <laughs> but no 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 but like-minded change agent and that's another thing like how do you how do you persevere through look for these folks in your organization find like-minded people i think they stand up as lights yeah. uh and it can advance your career and it
1: and uh, so react to that do you see it that way as well uh, 100% when i'm looking at resumes if if they don't demonstrate a change in some uh, of their job listings of yeah you know created this built this because you know or established ci and cd because our builds were taking forever yep. and they were manual all of that stuff that that's what i look for because most of the other stuff is people are just listing their job description and that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't tell me who you are But what I'm looking for on those resumes or on that LinkedIn profile is I was unable to accept this as good enough. Uh, And and I did something about it. I didn't just complain about it. And that's another one of those things that's what's in it for you is that thing that pisses you off or is frustrating or you hate doing. Do something about it. Don't just like stay on the treadmill. You have the opportunity for that thing that really bothers you. You can change something to make it even a little bit better. And then who benefits the most? You, because because you've said like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. Like uh, copying and pasting 75 columns every day from this spreadsheet to that spreadsheet, just like I hate it and I have to do it every week, then do something about it. Don't wait for somebody to ask you to do something or tell you to do something about it. Just like do it. One, one recommendation
0: I might make is we were talking about perseverance and things. I was thinking of Angela Duckworth. So I want to, I want to give an action to the Metacasters. There is a Ted talk by Angela Duckworth. I think it's actually in the top five Ted talks of all time in, wow. in, in listen, in listening. And, and she wrote a book called grit and and terminology matters to me. Sometimes I can mm-hmm. anchor, and I think of a change agent or someone who's changing. Be the change is your gritty, right? And and so there's a book that she's written about it. I'm just looking at it. It's called uh, Grit: The Power of Passion and Perseverance, and it's kind of a key for making for leading and making and making change happen. Uh, there's like a 20 minute video on it, Metacasters. It's that would be worth a worth a look because I think that's one of those get your gritty on i don't know (laughs) i don't i
1: don't don't know that might be that might be the moment of this year's episodes
0: yeah but get your gritty on my god i i can't but you get the point
1: i do i do i do just get your gritty on though everybody everybody remember that Wow. so 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 as as a as
0: a characteristic so i i, I maybe we drop it here but then what's in it you know what to do you know the how do you overcome it how do you generate mm-hmm. momentum mm-hmm. it's it really is about you it's about you affecting changing changes for others that's the thing with you and i like everything we've done it's not just an outward there's sort of this yin yang thing mm-hmm. it I'm affecting change and I'm also benefiting from the change Yeah, in small ways and large ways. And that's, that's why to do it. I've benefited from
1: every conversation we've had on the MediCast for 14 years. (laughs) Well, here's a, here's a grandiose statement and tell me if it's too optimistic of a view of the world. I can't imagine a time, and maybe this is just how I choose to look at the world, so maybe it's just Josh. I can't think of a change I attempted that, in the end, didn't make life better. Yes, I might have failed with that change, but the lesson I learned along the way helped me try a different change that got me over the edge. I can't think of any moment where I stuck my neck out and tried to do something different or even just a little bit different that in the end that wasn't a positive effect on my life and whatever else i was trying to affect
0: you know there's that notion of failure and people react to failure uh in the agile community as bad and having negative connotations and some people reframe Mm -hmm. it to run the experiment and there's just learning it's not failure it's learning and that's that's what resonated with me i have the same now that I think about it, uh, I have the same experience, Josh. I mean, I have failures. I have ch- clearly I have changes. Metacasters I'm 22 years old. So look what change resist- <laughs> look yep. what change has done to me, but, but it's, I've learned from everything I've learned what not to do, uh, very often. And, and the other nuance to it is sometimes you think, well, it's all about them. So it's like, it's almost like a, you know, binary. It's a hundred, you know, I introduce a change and if it doesn't affect, it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've learned is is it's not, it's much more nuanced than that. Uh, so it's not just, I've learned like how I can change myself in order to affect change. What, wh- how do I be more context? Yeah. How do I be more situational in my nature? Much more nuanced. I, I, I think I've historically been, you know, when I was youthful, and a whippersnapper i was very binary in my thinking and i missed the nuance to life yeah and and uh, but i i agree with you Same. it's a wonderful way i'd rather do that and get slapped around quite a few times etc and yeah, just sit on point. the then sit on the log and whine and just watch but never be if never do anything about anything right
1: mm-hmm. i'm just not i'm not wired that way yeah and, and there's all there's all kind of TikToks and things out there that talk about this but if you're thinking about the change and you're starting to question and like you're maybe going to bail on it, imagine yourself 10, 15 years from now and imagine yourself thinking back to that moment when you had a chance to drive a change, but you chose not to, how's that going to make future you feel? It's probably not going to feel very good. So do it for future you Yeah. do it for that version of you where you're, you're going to look back and be proud that you tried. Maybe you failed, but at least you tried. Yep.
0: Steven said something I want to touch on real quickly before we close. He said, actually, that's a good discussion point. How as a leader do you help people become change agents, think logically, et cetera? I have two reactions, Stephen. One is the role model. You mm-hmm. can show them. But the other thing that you inspired in me is, I'm thinking back to my days at eye contact. I shared the change. I looked for folks. So there's folks who who want to change, but they may not have an idea. So I would propose an idea to them. I would become like an advocate of them mm-hmm. uh, so that I wasn't driving all change. Consider me the, you're going to like this metaphor. I was the Johnny Appleseed of, <laughs> of change, of being the change. And I would sprinkle seeds of change out to people where it was fertile. And I would encourage them, and and so what you're doing, you're giving opportunities because very often folks will not see these opportunities for change. And as a leader, we can we don't have to do it. We don't have to exercise all of them. We can share them. And I was like sharing them. I was planting those little apple seeds. Josh, you're you're in awe. Let's see what I word am, you my intrepid use
1: of Johnny
0: appleseed.
1: I am going to this evening make a t-shirt of bob with a metal pan on his head that says i am the johnny apple seed of change <laughs> i don't care if no one buys it but i'm going to make it <laughs> i'm going to buy it i can tell you that do you, oh you think we do you think we've covered this the way we were hoping i think so i, I don't know to- we kind of wandered and found our way uh but I think in the end, the messages that people need to hear came across. Be the change. Yeah.
0: Be the change. It's worthwhile, and it's a choice. So yeah. we're not going to judge you, right? There's no judgment.
1: I, it, but. Yeah. So the so I think as you listen to this, don't overthink it. Don't try and use some change framework or something or some oh, eighty-five step process. Just do it. Just do be it. The change. Yeah. No, no that that's a
0: that is a perfect way to land this sucker. Don't don't overthink it. Just do it. Absolutely. You'll never you'll never change if you're overthinking stuff, mm-hmm. right? Just be it, and it's good. Make a mistake, move on. All right, we ready? We are ready. So from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina, with and a smile beautiful. on his face oh. and a spring in his step,
1: I'm Bob Gailit. <laughs> johnny appleseed bob galen and from beautiful Fuquay arena north carolina i'm josh anderson shake and bake take care y'all